and welcome to Shungite Reality. It is April 27th, 2021. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Derek Condit and Mark Joseph. Um, so good morning, Mark, and good morning, Derek. Hey, morning, Nancy. Good morning, Mark. Good morning, everyone. Morning, Nancy. Morning, Derek. <laughs> okay. So we have uh, a lot of different questions that are, uh, or subjects, I should say, that we're going to discuss. So I'm going to turn it over to Mark because he's got the list. Um, yeah, so I have a friend who uh, drives a public bus. And so we've been talking a lot about the health freedom issues and the shots and uh, the shedding and transmission. And so... I told him because he works in public transport that um, he probably already – he hasn't noticed anything, and he tries to keep a good mindset. And I know before we've talked about what to do if you get the shot. Um, but as far as – and I told him um, if he gets an S4 magnet, um, you know, that would make a toroidal field around the bus and do a bunch of stuff. So um, I guess – as far as questions, like um, if someone were to put one S4 magnet in a public bus, like what would happen as energetically to the people on there? Because um, we all know about the detox energizing and, and um, toroidal field, but I wanted to get your guys' take on something of that size for a single magnet. Sure, I can, I can actually chime in uh, on that to a degree. Um, a lot of those buses also, if you look under them, there's a um, looks like a, a thin piece of rubber, a couple inches wide, dragging on the ground. So that's usually sometimes trying to ground the buses, and it's not just rubber. There's some metal in there. It's similar to a tire, so just really dense rubber with metal fibers, um, meant to ground on some of the buses. So I'm just mentioning that, um, and not that it does the greatest job, but those are on there. But as far as the single magnet, yes, I would definitely put one um, up near the probably near the driver, so the front of the bus, and it'll have definitely have an effect, but really on something that long, and I've done it with, because I have a, a 39-foot RV down in um, Quartzsite, Arizona, and so when I drove that one, I actually found I needed, for the best results, um, put another one at the back of it, and then letting the two energetically connect and having a better effect. So not necessarily that you needed to have one on, and you didn't ask this, but a magnet on every seat of the bus, but one will have a good effect, but it's I liked the effect when both of them, one was near the rear, and you could just imagine the toroidal effect connecting in the middle. Well, what do you think up. about three? Well, no, that's good, too. I was saying a minimum of two to connect. I mean, more you can always do more. Okay, on a, something that size, four, three to four would be about the ideal number. No more than that, or you're just kind of, you know, wasting magnets. You're not having more of an effect. Actually, I only think you need the three. No, I'm with you on that. Just depending if you wanted to go on it. If it's a big square thing, so I'm trying to be, say, big semi-truck, because I've worked with those before, the big, um, you know, the big rigs that drive around, 18-wheelers, so that as well. But ideally, yeah, if you can go. Well, the reason the reason for the three is because when you've got the three magnets, you do get a secondary tie-in with them. It goes with the nuggets. The same thing happens with the nuggets. We've got curling photography of the nuggets, and I know you would see it with the uh, the magnets, too. It's, oh yeah, no. it's, a, it's a Tesla concept, 360. Yeah, you're right, but I'm talking in line. So if you don't get that chance to maybe stagger off one of them so you can do that, you know, three connecting kind of thing. Um, so if you have to go straight in line, 
it may be different. I haven't tried it both ways. I haven't walked out down three and four. So just well, input. Well, we can. We can try it. Yeah, my, yep. I, I, I'm with you. If you put the one, at least you've got a semblance of the energy. It, it's it's not going to be, you know, more, the more you get up to three, well, then you got to go to six. But um, when you got the three, it even if you put those three near each other, you know, I know what you're saying is that because it's long that we, you know, my feeling is if you put them near each other, that field would be sufficient to, because it's 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 working with the, with with the structure itself. Okay, yeah. no, you're right. But what I'm talking, I'm actually in my mind. I should have pointed this out. I'm thinking about the people inside. So as far as helping to ground them out, which is what they need. For, I'm not even worried about the bus, although that's what that one magnet's doing. When, and here, when I'm visualizing this, I'm seeing you know kids in every one of those seats. So the way to tie in all of their individual energy fields so they can be grounded out is to put them in between those magnets. And there can be a third one in the middle, either way. But that I'm talking about the whole package, not just the bus. So I should have emphasized that. No, and I, I agree with you there. You know. So what we're what we're saying is that if you if you're just talking about the vehicle itself, then yes, and you're going to have a, a field inside that. Well, let me put it to you this way. They did a uh, study on one cell phone in a train car. And the Wi-Fi signal coming off of that one signal was outrageous. It was, it was way beyond, because it's, it's bouncing back and forth between the inside of it. Okay, so, and you got people on phones in these buses, I think. I don't, do they tell you you can't use a phone in a bus? I don't know. Um, so, in addition to... You know the stuff outside. You got one inside, and if if you're talking in terms of trying to have a real effect on all of those different signals inside and the people, yes, stagger them. You know for the length of the thing. But again, you're talking about a driver, right? That's going to have a different bus every time he gets on it, correct? Yeah. I it, you know it. it Keep magnets and just put them on the back bumper, the front bumper each time. And then when you get off the bus, take the whole along there, of course. You know that. Um, pop them off. Take them with you. Well, I would think that there's something inside um, this bus right there where the driver is that he wouldn't have to put them on the outside. Well, I'll tell you what. I, let, if you can, and we'll do this off the air so we don't waste everybody's time, but let me know how many buses, if he's in one depot, Mark, and we have, what, and you know this, what we call seconds, where maybe they're a little too thick or a little too thin, but work perfectly. I'll hook you up with as many of those as I can get, and just do all the buses. So, and just leave them. Leave the magnets. Um, and then we can do something like that. I know that only takes care of him and those buses, but um, we definitely can do something like that. Yeah, this is in Portland, so I don't know how much is worth salvaging. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, oh, yeah. Dear. That's a terrible thing to say. <laughs> no, he's getting out. He's gonna. He's leaving Portland. And I know oh, I try to keep up with current events, and we already know that the mayor is already going against rioters. He doesn't even call them rioters or Antifa. It's just we're going to – anybody who damages you know, city property wouldn't go after them. And then – uh, one of those organizations, they had an insider who who uh, ratted stuff out. So things are happening there, because we know Portland is you know uh, uh, next to LA and, and uh, what do you call it? SF. So um, 
yeah, I mean, it's a start. I told him about 5G and, uh, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll pass the word to him and then, uh, send him the, um, what do you call it, uh, the website and the link. That would be really cool to see all those buses running around, you know, when they're little shungite. <laughs> you know, people would be like coming off the buses going like, gee, I feel really good today. <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh my God. They wouldn't want to leave the bus. <laughs> no, I know. I was just thinking of that, you know. They wouldn't want to leave the bus. Wow. And, you know, I'll tell you a funny thing. Um, when, I, when I first found out about the magnetizing and, and, and well, actually, I, I started with just the stickers on the cars because we, we hadn't really gotten into the magnets. And... Um, <laughs> When I brought the car in to have the oil changed, the guy that's been working on this car for 20 years, all of a sudden he's like, oh, mom, she's so good. She's so good. Oh, mom. You know, and I'm going, what is he talking about? And I realized he was stoned. He was working on a Shungite car. And he was just, he had this big grin on his face. And, you know, he was like, <laughs> it just tickled me. Anyway. So, so you're even, talking about the S4 sticker, right? Yep, yep. That's all that was on the car. Where did you time. place it? Um, I'm not even sure. I put it. Where did I put it? Because like if somebody. Oh, at that time, at that time, we we yeah, at that time we were just starting out, and I it was I think I put it someplace on the gas tank, because at that point we were only looking at purifying the gas so you get better gas mileage so i think i had actually attached it to the uh gas tank because that's what walt did when he first started he was the one that he he put the sticker on um his propane gas tank and the this if he got he got even more of a response than you normally get off of just like electricity it was more like a 40% decrease in the amount of gas he was using. And so then he stuck it on. The first thing he stuck it on was like a butane heater, I think. And then he realized, wow, this, you know, because, you know, you know how people are. They're sitting there and they, I wonder what happens if I do this. And that's what he did. And he's not energy sensitive, but he immediately saw the uh, flame uh, go into a, more of a blue, a more pure burn. And as soon as he saw that, he went, "Whoa!" You know. And then he went and put, um, I think, I don't, I think it was a sticker on his uh, his gas. But then we, then he went out and put it on his on his car. So I did the same thing, but then we realized. Then we got into the magnets. We realized that the magnets were even a superior way of of developing, you know, the Shungite field, because you got the magnet field too, driving it, and, and the Oregon field that <laughs> comes along with the other two, or is there to begin with. They're all. It's everything is interconnected. That's all I can say. So, well, that was very uh, nice of you to offer that guy. Gee, just think what you would do with that city. They're driving around the city. Yeah, thank you, Derek. So for oh, regular, okay. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so for regular users um, who are even new to S4 magnet, because you go to these 
uh, other Shungite stores, I, I think they're some of them are selling um, like Shungite magnets, and of course they copied you guys. Um, well, what would be the difference if if they use the magnet on a regular car versus an electric car? Like the um, the effect, and then like especially an electric car. I'll let him take that one. Yeah, we've I've put the magnets on, of course, both types of cars, um, hybrids, so the electric ones with the batteries and that. Um, so first thing would be a, a a warning, which should always come first in all sorts of things. Um, I'd suggest knowing if it's an electric car, hybrids. If you know where your batteries are, and if not, find out. Um, but be sure and don't put any magnets, regardless of what type of magnet, near those batteries. Just, you know, because we're probably not you know, understanding the exact workings of those electronics in there. So you don't want to muck with that first off. So, um, again, we recommend putting the Shungite magnets and they'll have an effect regardless up maybe somewhere under your steering column. So if you sit in the driver's seat, kind of reach up with the magnet and it'll grab onto a piece of metal, which will ground out to the firewall and then the engine. And it'll continue from there. And then not putting the Shungite magnets probably in the engine compartment either or either hybrid or um, gas cars just to heat up and the, the hard resin can heat up and, you know, adjust from there. So uh, places is again, under the dashboard is a good idea, even under your seats, because your seat is bolted to the frame of the car or to the structure of the car, which is bolted to the frame. So it's all connected. So even under your seat, just don't stick it in between springs and whatnot. Um, so that's also a good spot. And then it's under you and or the passengers. But as far as having an effect, I have seen the magnets have an effect on all the above, but another warning, I guess, it did not have enough of an effect. It was a Prius, um, a 2000, I don't know, 17 Toyota Prius was the first hybrid we put the magnets on. And I was not, it, it had an effect, but not enough to w make it to where I wanted to ride in that vehicle. So I want to put it that way. So it didn't make it all right when I looked at that car energetically to be in it still, because it was such a non-biocompatible energy and slowing down of our our energy fields around our organs and our chakras and all of that is what happens. I don't know if we've gotten into that in this show, but that's what happens, especially if you're the passengers in these hybrids, because often the batteries are under the passenger seat. And what it's done is actually have an effect on um, pregnancy percentages, all sorts of things. Whole another topic on that one. But energy wise, and I'm talking, it does slow all that down. Um, and even adding the magnets, having some in your pocket. I didn't care if I was wearing a Shungite bracelet on my arm. Yes, it had an effect wearing a Shungite, but not enough to make me want to be in that space or that environment still. So I never found a right answer to make um, hybrids a, uh, a biocompatible environment. Again, I'm always being real specific when I speak. Um, but that doesn't mean don't use them. So if all you have is that and, shoot, you just bought that new car, well, that doesn't mean the end of the world. Put the Shungite on you because, yes, remember, it does have an effect. But So put the magnets on the vehicle in the same locations as a regular gas car, but... I'd suggest double downing on your personal Shungite, having it, again, pendants, bracelets, in your pocket, whatever, but having it on your body so that it directly has a, an effect on you. And then once you leave that environment, then having that Shungite still on your body will help you regenerate that energy flow or organ flow around your body. So all your energy centers start, you know, ramping up again. So, but I would suggest also on the woohoo level, tying in your imagination when you get out of that vehicle, just start imagining just and start well first be happy and in love so get that frequency but just imagine the energy flows going that can just be you standing in a big donut shape 
and kind of laugh at yourself inside about it because you're imagining this and that will start that energy flow for you when you get out of these hybrids so that's input on those you got something I, to i'm going i'm going on the record of don't you buy those things if oh, you, yeah, well, just, you, you, you know go look at the the schematics of these hybrids or pure electric the amount of batteries that are under that the seats are are absolutely think of the battery in your car and think of maybe i don't know how many let's say probably 12 of those underneath where you're you're sitting on top of that shit and children i mean i, I go nuts when i think about this because the children are sitting on top of this you're sitting on top of this i don't care what you're doing it's not a good thing but on top of that, if one of those cars explodes, you've got a hazmat environment. You know, we don't even know what kind of off-gassing can happen when you've got all of those batteries because they didn't t- test that shit. You know, you, stay away from these things. They want to take away all the gas so that you have to buy them. This <laughs> yeah, another way to kill you. Um, no. more to that. I, um, I, it's not Go ahead. Oh, you done? Go ahead. No, I'm. I, yeah, I could rant on for a while about that one. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. And I'm going to give an add-on because we're just talking batteries. Well, those batteries that are in there, well, they're getting power from somewhere, and they're called alternators. And often, it depends on the car. Sometimes there's alternators in each tire as they're spinning. They're generating that electricity. Well, each of those alternators are ramping up. So imagine sitting in the vehicle, four tires perfectly spaced around you. Those are what are really, especially as you're driving or braking, because often it's using the energy from you braking or slowing down or whatever to build that energy, move that orgone flow, you know, down the copper. So you just think of those four points in your vehicle as well, not even just the batteries, the alternator or alternators in there that are generating that. Those are hugely, um, you know, non-compatible energy with humans. And the ironic thing here is these idiots talking about climate change and all this dudes you're 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 putting millions of toxic things on the highway that if they if they explode i mean the the chemicals that come off of these things are outrageous it's a hazmat environment they have to bring hazmat in to put the fires out i mean it's it's absolutely insane and then of course to 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 be able to take control of your car so you don't even have to drive it, they're going to have all this 5G all the way around, and you're going to get blasted by that 5G. Go ahead, buy yourself one of those things. Let me see if I see, talk to you in five years. That's my opinion. And it doesn't, yeah, come, it doesn't come because I'm a, a quack. It comes because I know the science. Does that help at all, Mark, on... Oh, yeah, big time, because, you know, all the rage here in the West Coast is going electric. And 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 even Nancy said we're getting more listeners through um, uh, called Apple iTunes, the podcast. So that's very basic stuff. But when you guys had Janice Churchill, a uh, building biologist, multidimensional, uh, she was talking about the um, study that was hidden of children being sterilized because they're riding in an electric car. And, of course, we know about the cancer stuff and, and all that. So to what point – like what would we have to wear to where um, someone 
would be uh, 100% safe. Like if they had a cosmic silver on um, in their pocket yeah, or wearing it. Car environment, you're meaning? Yeah, that that Prius thing, because it's yeah. a very common car now. Nah, you know? You're not going to be 100. There's no. You're never going to reach 100% with that. Oh, okay. Wow. No, don't be in the environment. Yeah. And then, so if someone were to bring in an EF, EMF meter, it would show that, right? Yep, it's gonna go off the charts no matter what. Crazy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's just not a it's not a compatible environment, and, and it's like walking up or sitting next to a transformer outside a building or substation at no level. I don't care if it's off. There's still residual energy. There's always energy moving. And I'm talking about even with the Priuses. Use your meters. Anybody that has an EMF meter, get them for twenty bucks on Amazon now, or go somewhere else. Other than that, I should say, um, and get your meter and go out there and just test it. You'll. It's no. They're just not a good environment. Period. If you, know, you can help it. It's not. It's not okay. It's not the concept of. All right. When we we've got Shanghai, and you have made the signal biocompatible. All right. It, you, you change the signal. It's still the amount of unnatural energy that you're getting bombarded with. I don't care if it's biocompatible or not. You know, I mean, a glass of water is going to save your life, but if you got your head under a pool, you're not going to survive. And that's the difference to me, is the amount of energy. That, uh, why do we suggest that you put, um, you know, shungite paint on the, on the back of your uh, covers for the electric? Okay, you've you've already got the the signal is attenuated. It's so it's a biocompatible, but you've got a tremendous amount of energy coming off that is not natural. And when you put the shungite and it comes through the shungite, then when you're talking electricity, then you've got the electricity is powering the shungite field to actually enhance the environment. But when you're in these kind of situations, uh, it's just it's just too much energy you agree there Derek oh yeah definitely and it's regardless if we're talking about a hybrid or an electric car just to answer a question um, either way you have the batteries storing energy and those are always um, you know emitting harmful frequencies and they're straight-up harmful not just non biocompatible like I like to say but harmful they're slowing it so let's go on the woohoo level Literally, they're slowing down your chakras, and that's happening with other things too, like uh, oh, well, the vaccines and stuff like that. That's what it's doing, and then it's manifesting 3D symptoms that we're all seeing and feeling. But it's our energy centers that are really being affected. So, yeah, I wouldn't be around either one of them. And regardless, again, if they're on or off. Of course, it's worse if you're on and you're driving it, but no, you're still getting uh, the readings on these meters going out there with the, the vehicles off, either type. Did you have another question mark that we were going to get into? I think I need to sneeze. Hold on. Oh, no problem. No problem. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. I love that. <laughs> um, I was trying to find the quote from Ani Avedesian's last show, uh, Metaphysical Martini, which, of course, everybody should listen to. Uh, I want to read the quote before bringing up the topic, but I know we had some, uh, what do you call it? questions in the facebook group oh no no before that since we're on the s4 topic the magnet so this is still a thing that um not many shungite places even crystal stores rock stores sell and they don't know it's an energy device so even with a basic uh household what do you call it um uh, uh machine like a microwave 
it goes a long way to put an S4 magnet on there. So I know advisably to just not use one, but if you got somebody who's just lazy or whatever and then in a rush uh, just needs to uh, heat water, um, if we put an S4 magnet there, one, or how many is recommended, what would it do to the ill effects that a microwave does and what would it do to the food and or water? So you were saying one S4 magnet um, if somebody chose to use it on a microwave, right? Yeah, or how many do we need okay. to use to make it steady or biocompatible? Uh, no number will on a microwave. I'd rec- so again, warnings first. Of course, I don't have a microwave in my house. I don't use one. I recommend against them. I wouldn't even be in the same room with one, let alone standing in front of it at, um, say, tummy height, um, especially if you're pregnant or anything like that, because they do emit. You can buy little plastic microwave sensing cards, and I'm sure there's a fancy name for it, online that you can just – looks like a credit card. Run it around your microwave as you're boiling water, and you'll see whether that's um, – a good little Faraday cage around that microwave emitter or not. So whether you have a good microwave um, and there's no good one ultimately, but yeah. So if you put a magnet on there, it'll have an effect, but it's such an overwhelming negative or harmful effect from the microwaves themselves that I, again, I'm back to the, uh, I just wouldn't do it. I wouldn't be in that environment. Um, Like I'd mentioned about the hybrid, it's not going to help enough to make a difference. Even if you put four on there, Assuming you knew where to put them, where it wouldn't interact with the electronics. But either way, I and on any level I look at it. So even if I look at it on the energy level, just turn it on and do it. It's it still gets overwhelmed by the harmful effects of microwaves. And so really, there's no right answer on that one either, other than don't use a microwave. And then you asked about the food. Regardless, nope, it's going to just being in the microwave environment because again, that's still going to be the overwhelming energy. Regardless, if I have a, a pallet, of, if I put that microwave on a pallet of shungite. It doesn't matter that those harmful microwaves in that small environment are still just so harmful that they're having an effect. Um, and of course, the volume of shungite didn't really matter. Uh, but on the food, it does make it non-biocompatible. So microwaving or nuking that food actually heats up. So and I think everybody listening to this show knows it. But when you microwave something, it's actually exciting the water molecules that are within food, water, whatever you put in there shaking them well that's taking that puzzle think of an analogy here a puzzle with a bunch of pieces a piece of food or a food you put in there where the puzzles put together well it's shaking that up on the molecular level so now when you eat that food or drink that water regardless if there's an s4 magnet on there your body is not going to see that food that water as food or water or biocompatible so then you're going to in the case of water or something you're going to urinate out 90 percent maybe Keep 10% in your biome, your energy, your body, um, and it should be reverse. So there's really no right answer, and that's the same with nutrients. So when you put your vegetables in there to heat them up in the microwave I'm talking, it's exciting those same molecules within the nutrients that you want on 3D, so on all energy levels, and it's making them just non-identifiable. So you can eat your green peas and corn or whatever from the microwave, but you're not getting any actual nutrients from it to, to talk about. So I'm not a fan of microwaves, obviously. Um, I want to, uh, m- me neither. My, I mean, <laughs> uh, I, the stories I've heard over the years. Um, one of the things that you mentioned was that other people are using uh, shungite magnets, doing shungite magnets. My experience with other people is that they don't take the care to do them right. 
So if you bought Shungite magnets from somebody other than Derek, or me, or Walt, they may not have the strong enough magnet in there to really get the, the torsion field moving. And so if you've got somebody else's magnets, I want you to go try to pull it off your refrigerator. If you pull it off easily, it does not have a magnet in it that is going to be, let's say, you're going to have an effect, but you're not going to get the effect you're going to have if you're, if you're using, you know, the magnets that we use, which are, you know, very powerful magnets. Would that be true, Derek? Just so you know, Nancy. So Say again? Depending on the one, they're up to five-pound magnets, they're called, meaning that's the strength you have to use to pull it off your fridge, five pounds. So it's not going to come off of your you really have to grab that guy. Yep. So if if they come off easy, reconsider who you're buying from. Just uh just a has you know, if it's if it doesn't, then you they're good source. Yeah. No, that's um. And then I want to do an add-in because now I finally got to get a day where I get to see Chad here, and there was a great point. Um, someone in chat talking about if you eat food in a restaurant, and that's true, more likely than not, you're eating something that was microwaved, and or that microwave or multiple microwaves are going off in that environment. And I'm talking about the whole building. It's not being limited to a couple feet from the microwave, um, these harmful um, effects, but it is. Yeah, so they're, they're reheating your food in so many of these places. So just be aware of that too when you go out. So um, take the time to energetically structure your food. When it gets in front of you, love it, appreciate it, do what you can, and you'll make it more in alignment with yourself. I don't know yeah. if you guys had questions. You wanted to, Mark, if you had more. Yeah, for me, I always uh, go to a restaurant. I have the cosmic silver on me, and then cut, and then just sort of circle it around my food uh, for like five seconds. That's what I do every time. Nice. Um, let me see. Yeah, so one of the Facebook group questions was, should you get Shungite with copper or without? Um, I Not with copper. So I'm wondering, I don't know exactly what they're asking. The addition of copper is, the Shungite's going to have its own effect, but the addition of copper grabs in, think um, like a pathway for the orgone, and what we call orgone energy. It goes by lots of names, of course, Chi, Prana. Um, but that's how you would tie the two in together to give a, think, Rather than just winding up a car and letting it go with Shungite, you can kind of give it a pathway with Orgone. So then you can start getting in things called energy devices. Um, hence, Walt Silva and his you know, unique, energetically powerful devices working in copper in many ways with frequencies and you know, lots to that one. But it, it really depends on the use, to be honest. Let me just say that the copper, okay, let's, let's get, you got a pendant. The reason that you're wrapping the copper or silver or gold, any of it, is that the metal attracts orgon and moves it, accelerates it. Um, so that's why we, you know, they are energy devices because now you've got the orgon, which is, you know, prana, chi, life force, coming in through the shungite field. So you've got a shungite orgon energy device. And that's why, you know, they use, we use the copper. Copper or silver. So I agree on if you're wearing a wrap pendant. I like the ones that are either. So, of course, I like the cosmic silver shungite pendants that are wrapped with silver. So if I'm to pick one, that's the one I'm wearing. Um, and then you can go from there. But copper works well, that and or silver. So if you're making your own at home, either one of those metals work well with shungite. 
Yeah, but you can't hardly get uh, silver wire anymore, can you? Oh, no, it's very tough, and yeah, that's that's kind of an issue. Okay, so the, the one of the situations, if you're using real shungite, I'm uh, sorry, real silver, shungite absorbs the silver, that's why it's silver saturated. And it will, if you've got a copper wire that's got silver on it, it's very likely that the silver will migrate into the shungite, and then you'll just have a copper wire. Um, the one I've oh, got, say again? Go I say we don't use plated, so here, a way around that, we use pure silver wire, means solid, not plated, so copper um, or enameled or something like that. That's on the non-cosmic ones, um, so the standard shungite pendants, but on the actual cosmic ones it's pure silver wire all the way through so in essence the wire would slowly get a smaller diameter is what you're talking about okay i yeah i just wanted to make that people understand that that um that <laughs> that was what led us to to understand shung, silver saturated shungite was that i had wrapped um a silver plated uh, wire on a, a pendant in the, initially when I first started out and a friend of mine had it on and I'm talking to her on Skype, I look at her pendant and I said, what's wrong with your pendant? She said, oh, I meant to tell you this, the silver it, it it's all gone and so then I tell Walt I said, yeah, Walt, and he's, Walt says yeah, silver migrates, that's why they don't like to use it in electronics because you use it in soldering and all of a sudden the silver just leaves the solder and goes wandering on off and um, so that, because with Walt, you, I, I'd, I'd give him a, a situation that's being observed, and then he just, he'll give you his idea of what might be happening, and then he figures out how to test his own theory. And so that's when he dropped the nuggets in the colloidal silver. And boom, you know, a whole new, huh, a whole new field of, healing and everything else just jumped out and the reason for it from my reading at the you know microscopic electronics fields and stuff is that when you've got the nuggets the nuggets um the c60 concept in the nugget is causing the uh quantum field to be connected you're connecting to the quantum field it's like the quantum door opens up but then it shuts, it pulses. And when you've got this, and I can't tell you why this happens, but when you've got the silver on it, it opens up the door and keeps it open. So there's a continual flow of, you know, pro, you'll hear it referred to as proto-energy. And for all I know, it could be organ energy. I mean, we, we still don't have a complete understanding of the definition of all the things we're seeing. You know, we're working with what we can see and what we can prove. And so all I know is that when you've got the silver associated with Shanghai, boom, the door stays open. And if you've got the uh, raw nuggets, it pulses. And I think that that's why in certain situ well, I'm not going to get it, it gets too deep. But um, anyway, so yes, that's, <laughs> I don't even know what we started talking about, the silver. Okay, yeah, and the plating. So uh, that's good to know that you're using pure silver. You, you should put that in your, your description, that those wires are pure silver. Yeah, I'm actually going to bring it up now and see if that is what we have in there. I have some help editing now. So, yeah, we'll work on it. Figure that out. 
so that people understand that. No, no, you're right. Did you have other questions, Mark? That were see. That? Mm -hmm. Yeah, one of the more current questions in the group. Does anyone know if Warren Shungite can end up loosening dental fillings? Have white composites and wondered if it could affect their integrity. Somebody's trying. Is that chiming on your end, Nancy? Um, let me, as far as, I wonder how, so on the filling part, and they say composite, so they're talking, I wonder if they're speaking about amalgam, the whole silver-looking ones or black-looking ones or darker, which, of course, contain usually mercury and things like that in them. Um, so probably, I mean, if that's the case, and I haven't heard of this before, but shungite has an effect on, well, rad particles, so that's radiation, so... Um, and I don't have any idea if it really physically here on so on the 3D level has an effect on the, the particles it would be in in amalgam fillings because I had mine all and it was unfortunately very expensive to do, but get the amalgam fillings taken out that I'd gotten when I was younger. Um, so, but that is something you can do. You'd have to go to an organic dentist that uses ozone and all kinds of air filters and stuff during the process um, and little dams in your mouth. That's just talking about removing amalgam fillings. And then Nancy, I don't know if you have something you want to chime in about Shungite and the fillings maybe being loosened, as Mark mentioned. Um, I wouldn't think so, because, <clears throat> well, I, I just wouldn't think so. I'm getting no. It's it's not going to affect because unless you got Shungite in your in your mouth. <laughs> I mean, if you're sucking on Shungite, well, maybe, but I just don't think that um, it would be of any. I wouldn't consider it to be an important or any kind of no. I'm just I'm getting no 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 no. That's not it. But I will tell you that those fillings that you're talking about. I had a friend of mine who was going to a dentist who worked in that getting that stuff out of people's mouths, and it was a complete hazmat lab. I mean, every, everything was hazmat <clears throat> when you went in there. And this guy ended up getting Parkinson's, which is one of the, you know, telltale signs of uh, having too much of this, I think it's, uh, what is it, lead. There's too much lead. And so even though he was working in a complete hazmat environment, he still got, you know, the pr medical problems that people who are walking around with those things in their mouth, they're continually, every time you bite down, you're continually getting a dose of this stuff. So it's something that people have to consider. And it, it it's, most people can't get to the point of going to a dentist and having, I mean, it's extremely expensive to do it right. And for God's sakes, don't go to some dentist that says, oh, I can take them out. Mercury. Thank you, Anthony. Um, mercury. Um, so when 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 you go to a dentist and you're going to have that done if they're not in a hazmat environment it could be worse taking them out cuz you could get a massive dose of mercury instead of you know what you're doing with it but i believe that any of these things that we're confronting we can with our intentions with the your higher self is so powerful and I call it your inner self. It's so powerful. It's more powerful than you can even conceive of. 
And if you just work with your inner self and say, look it, I got this crap in my mouth, you know, take, you don't, you don't, it, it's a matter of don't let it hurt me, you know, thank you for keeping this from being a problem because you always want to, when you're doing intentions, you always want to, uh, let's say, put out the end result. You know, I want you to heal me. No, I'm healed. Thank you. But you got to put it out. You got to focus on it. So even though we tell you some scary things, remember, it's a decision, a contract that we make as human beings for each of these things. And if you break the contract by saying, not, I don't care if the fillings are in my mouth, they're not going to hurt me because my inner self is going to mm, alchemically change it into benign. I mean, uh, yeah, benign instead of, you know, something's going to hurt you. Sound right? No, 100%, exactly. I mean, realize you can affect yourself and the energy around you and then choose to, and then guess what's going to happen? You're going to start to have an effect, and it'll get stronger and stronger, so I'm with you. Regardless of your environment, have an effect starting with yourself. And then, yeah, you're right about the whole amalgam filling thing I probably paid a thousand dollars a uh, a filling to get taken out each one and if they don't have vacuums going on the whole time and filtration systems and they're all masked up like you said hazmat um yeah but regardless even after that it's and I checked it's still got in my system many harmful particles not just mercury so I did a zeolite and I'll just spell that real quickly z-e-o-l-i-t-e -E, and I'd get the finest particle you can get and it passes the blood-brain barrier it's a nano-sized particle of clay that will get into your tummy because you drink it mix it with water but it passes again unlike bentonite clay it gets into your organs your brain your nervous system and pulls those heavy metals and toxins out so you can detox just by drinking a clay and you can do it for about a month so do your own research if you're interested in that um, online but there is options well, you know, you've talked about zeolite before, so I, I got some, and then um, I didn't open it up for probably a month, like I do, and then I said, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I got to try that stuff. Um, but I had, a, let's say I had a, a hesitation, because in my understanding of what C60 is doing, it should take the heavy metals out of the body because it takes heavy metals out of the water, and we know this. There's been many, many studies done on this, and shungite does take the heavy metals out of water. So I'm going like, if I've been drinking shungite for five, six, eight years now, why is it that I would have any of this stuff in my body? But, okay, all right, Derek says it to me, and Derek uses it, and all right, okay. So I started using it, and by God, there is a difference. So then I questioned, you know, why? Why, why is it that that it's, I've still got this stuff in me. And it was, um, the, the, the Shungite field had changed the, the, the it, it does, it, <clears throat> it doesn't, I don't know how to explain it, but there's, it, it's like residual crap of this heavy metal that's in me. It's been affected by the Shungite in that it probably could sit there and not be really damaging to me. However, it's something that shouldn't be in my body. And it's like cleaning out the, you know, you, you, you just sprayed and you killed all the ants, but you got all the ants laying there still. And you got to get them out. You got to get the broom out. 
And that's kind of like the way that I'm, I'm kind of understanding how it's working. But zeolite is definitely something that I would recommend because of my own experience with it. Thank and you. not just, oh yeah, no, not just because of teeth either, Nancy. So, I mean, I'll put it this way. Welcome to America in 2021 and before. Everything we eat, drink, and breathe has toxins, heavy metals, something not biocompatible in it. So we're continually, so regardless if you have porcelain fillings or the amalgam fillings we've been talking about, you're not avoiding the toxins in the environment if you're in the environment. So there's still particles getting in us one way or another. So it's always a good idea to, from you know my perspective to occasionally do whatever each of us sees as a detox and that can be zeolite sometimes that can be water fasting or you know each individual is different sometimes it can be a meditation detox detox energetically you know go out find that tree and hug it and release so that can happen too hit it on all layers and levels um, but yeah there are those toxins in our environment so i am a fan of like we've been chatting in a zeolite and then an add-on because not everybody's for other reasons maybe not able to um, drink zeolite clay, and there are reasons for that. We've brought in, and you can get it online yourself, but the actual nugget of a zeolite, so the the rock or the mineral in, again, nugget form or rock form that you can hold or have in your environment. We've been working out, we have a, a make and take station we call where you make your own orgone devices using beeswax and other natural ingredients. Well, if you have those heavy metals in your teeth, the amalgam fillings, or toxins in your body, you can integrate zeolite in powder or nugget form in an energy device, keep it in your energy field, say maybe on your nightstand at night. Well, that will have an effect until, let's say you can maybe get whatever resources you need to get those, again, amalgam fillings removed. So there is a fix. It's not, oh, I can't afford to get the amalgam fillings out because I couldn't either right away. It took time, a little bit saving some money, get one out, another one, well, until then, again, you can get the cheap zeolite nuggets and have them in your environment, and it will have an effect, and or detox with the clay. And there's lots of information online regarding what I'm talking to, so do your due diligence research and you know question everything you hear on any of these radio shows and see if it's something for you. Okay, let's spell zeolite. Yep, Z as in zebra, so Z E O L I. T E T is in Tom, and then if you can get it where it says like three by or three X activated, that means it's been really finely refined. Or um, again, the particles are are the nano size particulate, so they'll because you actually want to get it past the blood brain barrier or out of your gut. Long story short, which is where bentonite stays, and that's great too for digestive issues and lots of things. But to get in your organs, your glandular system, your nervous system, through your body, it's going to be the finest particle zeolite clay. And then an add-on, somebody came back, um, I don't know, a month after I talked to them about this, and they said, well, I found the extract or a refined liquid form. That's not the same thing. It's, it's not always the case that you find an item more refined and it's better for you because it's, it's more of the good stuff. That's not how it really works. And that's another show, but that's the same thing with turmeric. You don't necessarily want to refine it all the way down. You want to keep it at the where it's still called turmeric, maybe add on black pepper, and then you get a better effect. So same thing with zeolite. Try and keep it in the form I'm talking about um, rather than liquid drops. So just a suggestion there. Oh, I should give, sorry, a little bit more. 
on when I do it myself. So again, just an add on from my perspective, when I buy it, it's in a, um, a clay tub that's probably a quart and a half in volume. I know I'm talking liquid, um, but I'm not sure how it would be in, in, you know, dry ingredient size, but it's, so it's not, not real big, you know, about a quart and it is, it's about a month's supply. So it'll often come with a little scoop in there. Oh, I don't know, a tablespoon size scoop, take that scoop and just mix it into a, a glass container. So get a glass water bottle or something like that, not a metal one, because remember zeolite is grabbing the metal particulates. So you don't want it to grab the metal particulates and saturate itself with the lining of your water bottle. So a glass one, shake it up really well and then drink it from there. So just a suggestion. So if we use like uh, shungite powder for other forms of zeolite, S4 powder, um, maybe even the three shungite rocks near um, the liquid form, does it do anything or make it uh, enhance its ability? What's the energetic um, enhancement of uh, the different zeolite forms when you have shungite in addition um, to using it? Okay, so if you had the drops in the little eyedroppers, how it would usually come, I'd put it in the center of, say, three shungite nuggets or something like that. That, what it'll do is then makes that eyedropper more programmable. So then just holding your energy field around it. So if that's all you have is that eyedropper, then go ahead and program, you know, generate that love feeling and or thoughts. And then being in that shungite field, that little container with whatever liquid it is, in this case, zeolite drops, um, it's more programmable and will become more biocompatible for the individual closest to it. So the user, hopefully. Okay, great. So next question is, would three small nuggets able to get rid of saunas inside EMF to zero and also the toxic bamboo fabrics that's covering the heater panels? Um, the sauna. So no, it's not going to stop the EMF regardless, the shungites. I would still get it in the environment. And we have a, a salt sauna type device here at Mystical Wares, and we have shungite integrated. And I actually put shungite tiles in the bottom of it, so under the seating. If it's such a sauna that you can lift up the seats and have access, you can put shungite tiles or even nuggets under there regardless of the shape. Um, but no, it's not going to stop all the EMF unless you were 100% encapsulated in a shungite room, um, but it will have an effect energetically, um, absolutely. So in our case, it's a sauna with a high salt environment. It's called a halo generator. <clears throat> Excuse me. We vaporize a pharmaceutical grade salt, high salt environment, a lot of electrons going on, a lot of programming capability in that environment. So that's why you would want the shungite there regardless, but it won't stop the EMF. And again, we're talking about the amount of EMF. You know, I mean, you, you, we, <clears throat> Shanghai <clears throat> will make things biocompatible, but it's still an awful lot of not not natural energy, right? Yes. Hello. I'm struggling with the mute button. <clears throat> Absolutely, yeah. So it's not going to be biocompatible. So regardless, get Shanghai in the environment, but still. The EMFs coming off of it, depending on all saunas are different. Some are heat saunas, some are light therapy ones. Um, but I'd get it in the environment, though. But you're not going to stop or block the uh, harmful frequencies. You'll just have an effect on them to one degree or another. Yes, because shungite does not block. It does not absorb. 
if that was what was happening, you couldn't use it. Well, like the first time I ever came across anything regarding Shanghai was um, I was I was looking at something about the Russians and the electronics, EMF, 5G, that sort of thing. And all of a sudden, I'm I'm reading this thing, and it's about the Russians using Shungite to shield their electronic uh, equipment. And the Russians are the best in the world regarding electronic warfare. So if they're using this stuff called Shungite to block it, I mean to, to shield their electronics, I'm going like, what's this about? That's how I got introduced to Shungite. So if the Russians are using it to... You know, again, I don't think the terminology was completely accurate, but to shield their electronics, it wasn't shielding it. It was more doing what we're talking about, you know, changing the attenuating the signal, because if it was blocking or absorbing, you wouldn't have any signals. You'd screw up your electronics. And in fact, we know that with Shanghai, um, uh, I was talking to somebody on the phone who I had sent some uh, S4 stickers to, and they said, what do I do with it? And I said, just stick it on your phone. So they did, and when they came back, the signal was much stronger. So just a point there. It's not absorbing, and it's not blocking. It's changing, so it's more biocompatible. But again, you just got a lot of energy coming in there that's not natural in a lot of these situations. Right, Mark? You got something else here? Yeah. Um, so, let me think. Ever since, we, uh, what was it, February of last year? So we've had a bunch of additional layers to the Shungite uh, field. So you got the the blue light, and people can of course go back to the archives. It's even on YouTube still. And then you got the nectar field, and then the spear of destiny field. Um, so with those three, and then of course Walt measured it in his healing tones, uh, Walt Silva in um, the Cosmic Reality website, uh, using Shungite as a frequency, and he measured the difference before and after. People can see that. Um, I guess we could start with, does uh, Shungite work against COVID? And of course, for me, I'm on the boat that uh, this thing is the flu and the CDC can't produce the pure genetic isolate of it. So it's not that it doesn't exist, it's just it's the flu. And because CDC couldn't, Dr. Derek Noss of Southern California, virologist, immunologist, is suing, along with seven universities, suing the CDC for fraud. But... um, just for the sake of, I guess, you know, um, the flu, a bad flu, um, does Shungat protect against COVID? Um, yeah, what I, how I can chime in on that is, yes, because it's going to help you help yourself. So it's going to keep you and your immune system and your what's called a lymphatic system, I think fluid between your cells, for those that don't know, um, moving. And so as long as you keep your personal environment, your thoughts and feelings um, beneficial and happier loving more often than not, then you'll keep yourself healed. And that's, it's always a tug of war from that energy level. So yes, I would always drink Shungite water so that you're getting that living water and you're not dehydrated. But again, think about your thoughts and feelings. So it won't have a 
and how I'm looking at it because I always prefer to go energetically first is, you know, keep your initial system healthy and starting with that water and food. So it'll help on that degree and then having it around you too. Um, and then it all depends on what you're talking about as far as COVID, whether, you know, um, have an effect on the actual, what they're calling virus or not. Um, so, and I haven't looked at any of that. So I always bring it home first, take care of yourself, you know, keep your energy and thoughts and feelings environment, drink that shungite water. If you can shungite honey, if you're already compromised immune system, um, <clears throat> and then boost yourself from there. Okay, great. Uh, I guess we only have three minutes left, but um, as far as your end, Derek, in, in your store, since you're near Seattle, what, was anything coming up as far as Shungite uses, health concerns, and, and people bringing up stuff, uh, customer testimonials uh, that's worth sharing, even locally, um, in city or otherwise? Because I know, um, I don't know what the earth energy is rising up, like getting higher. Uh, you have more sightings, and then, of course, the government talking more about UFO, UFO disclosure to kind of control that um, uh, story and content for their uses. Um, but, yeah, did you have any as far as local um, well, um, happenings that could be applied globally? Well, one, you so it's come to my attention. Some people have used the, um, the new blend, we call it, I'm not sure the overall name, but it's a diatomaceous earth and shungite powder mixture that we um, often recommend for, you know, internal use for animals and or topically for parasites, worms, energy issues. But what I'm finding, and it comes in a, um, a small spice bottle with little holes in the top. So think of like a salt shaker, but a little bit larger. And what they're doing is actually using that and walking around their property. So think um, making a, an energy layer or a border a grid line around their property using this mixture. And they're having a, a real good effect with that and giving me good feedback. So that's something a little bit unique that I've been hearing recently um, that people are doing. Well, what, so what, 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 what's it affecting? Uh, so removing, releasing energies, of course. And then uh, I'm not sure how the diatomaceous earth even or if it's just the benefit of having the shungite there is doing it. But they're think um, like sprinkling it around. And some people used to do this with tar water or the frequency of tar. Um, it stops what I'm going to call negative, straight up negative energies and sometimes entities from getting in an environment. So they're, they're, they're put in a grid line or a border around their properties or their houses with that shungite powder. And they're just finding that maybe an easy container to do it with or something. And we give a rather large amount of the powder in that container. So there's enough to go around. But you can do that with different things. Sometimes you're using it like locally if they're doing little grids or um, – Oh, geez, there's lots of names for these things. But you can do a large scale again around properties, but laying a grid line um, so that you can use your intentions and feelings to connect to it and decide that, say, that's your property. You only want what's best for you sort of thing. So it's giving you, again, moving the energy around an environment so it's more easily programmed. So and then whatever you do with that's up to the individual. Okay, we're going to take a break here. It's our favorite song, Shungite. By Craig Stewart, We the People. We'll be right back.
coming. It's never gonna go away. And welcome back to the Shungite Reality. It's April 27th, 2021. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is um, Derek Condit and Mark Joseph. I suspect Derek might be opening up the store. I don't know. Are you back there, Derek? No? Okay. Hey, Mark. Mark. <laughs> oh, okay. Nancy, so, it, so I, I sent you on um, Skype the Karelian Folk Music Ensemble. So I think it was three years ago, four, four years maybe, uh, which is still on YouTube. You interviewed Celia Farber and her successful uses for Shungite and that she had traveled to Karelia and recommended this. Uh, I think I think she recommended or you did. I don't know. But the topic was brought up about this uh, music group from Karelia. And then you guys were, were commenting that um, the music itself carried the Shungite frequency. And so I thought maybe for future, uh, what do you call it, music breaks, it would be cool to use. But also, it, it's still on YouTube, so people can look it up and and get a feel for it themselves. Um, do you have <clears throat> Do you happen to have that link? I sent it to you on the chat Skype. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, y- yes, I actually have it. I have the I have that music. I for. Quite a while, I used it, but then you get away from something. Yeah, yeah and sure. um, 
Yeah, I should have. I should have used. Well, if you said something earlier, maybe I could have found it. I'm not sure. Uh, it just came up because um, you know it's a Shanghai theme song. So I'm like, okay, what are other Shanghai like songs? Or even like I don't know if Derek has the CD. I'd have to find the CD myself. Is of bees buzzing. So you could just have five minutes of bees buzzing, and then people are getting a total sound therapy. About that too. I'm sure he has the CD. Um, so maybe what I can get into is I attended a health freedom uh, talk and Q and A um, Saturday. I think it was six to nine. Yeah, so Saturday evening down in San, uh, San Jose um, at the Calvary Church. So uh, how did I find this out? Oh, it was uh, Dr. Sherry Tenpenny's Telegram. So she was promoting. I was like, oh, I got to go because I just found out about it the day before. So I was really excited. And so Calvary Church was known for defying the lockdown measures and completely stayed open and mask-free. And, of course, they were attacked like anybody else who does this like crazy. And so I thought it was going to be interesting because I've always wanted to go there. Uh, never went. And then so now I have a, finally a good reason to go. It's a... It's a uh, Talk from Dr. Simone Gold, who was also the week before at the Health and Freedom uh, Conference in uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, that went, you know, worldwide viral with all the people that were there. But um, even Christian Northrup was at that event, the Oklahoma one, and, and she's always featured in um, Radio 5G. But so Dr. Uh, Gold um, is the one who is one of the founders of the America's Frontline Doctors, which you can get HCQ, hydroxychloroquine, via telemedicine because, I mean, the, the whole thing with the shots and, of course, the shots were released because there was no, quote-unquote, safer alternative, which was a lie, of course. I mean, that's what they do best. But so people can view the talk if you uh, YouTube keyword search Simone Gold, S-I-M-O-N-E, G-O-L-D, and then just do upload date. Um, it should be two and a half hours. One hour is her her talk, her lecture. And then the best part for me was the 90 minutes of the Q&A. And BitChute has part of it, um, but not the whole thing. So I don't know if um, they're posting it elsewhere because it could get taken down, of course, because there was a lot of sh questions on the shots. So there were a lot of local people from um, – I mean, Gilroy was another big town uh, of of parents concerned and about the passports and just all over the place. And she answered them pretty well because she's both a scientist, a doctor, and a lawyer. So she has both worlds. That's why she's been touring around the country and mostly in churches too because she knows that this is where the org the best organizing and activism can happen. And And – Next month, they're having uh, Dr. Judy Mikovits end of May, and uh, in June, I think it's mid-June, but they have the schedule. Um, they're going to have uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Um, on medical and religious freedom. Um, so I'll try to attend those, but um, one of my concerns going to the, uh, what do you call it, the location, the church was, a lot of churches seem to have these uh, cell tower things or like, you know, they make a deal with the telecom company. But from what I saw, they didn't have it, so that, that was cool. But, you know, I still had my cosmic silver on me. So it's pretty much a sold-out event. I mean, it was free. Uh, but the church and um, uh, frontline doctors can always use donations because uh, Dr. Simone Gold is also working 
with uh, uh, what's what's her name, Leah Dundam, or Dunham, um, who did this talk uh, in Orange County. Um, <clears throat> the, the county was going to release these digital passports, and uh, she did like a three-minute quick, you know, uh, uh, talk in front of the council, uh, city council, and so. You know, she's been going viral too, and and so she they both work together uh, for America's Frontline Doctors. So anyway, um, the Q and A was really good. Um, if people don't have time to watch the uh, uh, two hours and twenty six minutes, then the the last ninety minutes of the Q and A. And one of the things that stood out for me the most was that vaccine shedding is a quote quote unquote very concerning thing. And I wrote some notes during the uh, um, talk. So she brought up the thing of, of she, they're going to bring a lot of big lawsuits. So uh, Nuremberg was brought up a bunch of times. So just like with uh, um, Fomic in, in Germany, uh, yeah, we're going to expect us to, to hold a Nuremberg 2.0. Um, and as far as the vaccine injury, one of the uh, audience questions said that uh, it was like updated to 3,500. And and uh, Harvard had admitted that less than 1% are reported vaccine injury. So if it's 3,500 and it's less than 1%, there's at least 300,000 that are dead, right? I mean, am I wrong in that? But, yeah, so it's already actually killed more than the virus. And then we don't hear a word because, you know, um, uh, Big Pharma owns all media. And then, of course, Nancy interviewed Dr. Jennifer Daniels last year in April, which is still on YouTube. And she said at the time that uh, the medical mafia kills over a million a year. And she stopped counting after that. I mean, one of the books she referenced in her own book, Murder by Medicine, uh, Death by Medicine by Gary Null, he said back in – and he references – and back in 1997, they were killing 850,000 a year. So, I mean – and. Nobody, I, I'm a big health nut, and I didn't know this until Nancy interviewed Dr. Daniels last year. So, I mean, all of these deaths and damages from the shots, people aren't going to know, no matter how high it's going to be, because you just don't hear it. Um, so anyway, um, let me see Let, what let, let, me, ju- let me just yeah. jump in here for a second. Why should, okay, when I interviewed um, Dr. Daniels, and this was like the second or third time I'd done it, she pointed out that because people weren't this was last year okay so it's in the midst of of the pandemic and she said that because so many people were not going to doctors because they were afraid of getting anywhere near anybody that could have covid and because of a lot of uh oh what do they call them uh things that surgeries that could be put off and testing that could be put off she said these people are not going to get into what she calls the uh standard uh, st- uh what is it uh coldest what is it stand shoot like standard medical practice something like that yes it, yeah it, they they have a particular phrase and what happens is that people have some symptoms okay for instance let me let me go back here the AIDS virus, and you mentioned Celia Farber. She did. She's a a, a writer, okay, a, you know, like a news writer person. And she, back when AIDS first started up, she got very much involved in this. 
And it was her conclusion that, and they had never isolated, they, they have to this day never isolated the so-called AIDS virus, never isolated, never, never been able to capture it. It's a phony BS thing. You sound familiar? Because they don't have any, they've not been able to capture the COVID virus either. And they admit it. Go to look at the CDC. Um, so what she said was happening was that, and Jennifer actually, you know, <laughs> said the same thing is that you come in with a set of symptoms standard of care that's what they call it you come in with a, a set of symptoms so in the case of an of an aids s symptoms they tell you you have aids they haven't proven that you have aids they, because aids they can't there's a virus they suppose but they've never been able to you know put it together to isolate it so it was the drugs that they were being given to treat the symptoms that were actually killing the people. Um, that's why you have people that have symptoms of AIDS that, you know, oh, yeah, I've got AIDS. Apparently I've got AIDS. And, and you know, they're not dying because they realized that the chemistry that they were giving them was, you know, deadly. So you don't have that many people. But it's still all based on the symptoms versus standard of care. And Jennifer said that, because people were not going to the doctors as they normally would, they would not be put on the regimen of standard care, and therefore the death rates would fall, okay, because they're not being killed <laughs> because of this, this standard of care thing. Now, what, why is the standard of care thing so malicious? Because all it's designed to do is keep people, medical people, from being sued. Because if you can prove in a court of law that you followed the standard procedure and the person still died, well, yeah, they died because it was the wrong procedure. It doesn't matter. The symptoms were there to, to go down this. So you're, you're, you're not guilty. Um, and so that's why you get, you know, Jennifer, she tells about, people be well she wrote a book about it i think it's lethal dose is the title of it the subtitle being you know medicine uh murder by medicine is not a myth um so there there's there's that concept of the numbers in the in the situation we find ourselves that's why you have 500 people died last year 500 people died the year before, 500 people before that. And it's not so cut and clear as 500, it's the percentage, because you have a growth in your population, okay? So you have a growth in the deaths. And always that is running at the same about 20%, or whatever it is. This sounds high, but maybe it's right. I'm not sure what the percentage is. But the percentage of deaths based on population has remained virtually the same. So if there's a pandemic, why aren't all these people dead? Well, maybe because they weren't under standard of care. Maybe she was right. Or on the other side of it, maybe all of the doctors and nurses saying that they're making us say that a person dies of COVID even if they didn't have a test for it because they had the symptoms for it. So you, you can die with COVID or from COVID. So it didn't matter if it, they, you had COVID and you died of a heart attack. Well, okay, they still were calling it COVID death. And that's why we have no clue, none whatsoever, 
of how many people might have died from this situation. Now, listening to Mark Steele, and I highly, highly recommend that you listen to Radio 5G. This is going to play um, today at, uh, let's see, be, uh, what time would it be? Four to six. Um, Mark Steele. And when I went to, to put up the um, schedule for today, I had the link to Mark Steele's interview on I was it Rumble? I think it was Rumble. I'm not sure which one it was now. But because that's what we had used. We'd played that and then Michael and I discussed it. Well, when I went and put that up on Facebook, they wouldn't let me post the schedule. Because they won't let certain uh I, I don't know, it's a certain uh URLs. It was certain URLs on other like Brighteon and whatever, you know. Um, to be put up on Facebook. So they actually blocked me from putting up something because I had the URL of Mark Steele. And Mark was going through this, this whole thing about, because we, we both believe, I mean, we, we knew it to begin with, that the symptoms of 5G, uh, <clears throat> that you're being you know severely affected by 5G, it's the same symptoms that you get in the in this COVID thing. So if you got the COVID and the five G symptoms being the same, then how do you really know what's happening? And the Wuhan was the first of three cities in China in the world to go completely five G. So you've got that connection, you know, that the the five G in that area and Mark, I. I God bless the man. He's just amazing. And if he says it... Now, a lot of people have a lot of, you know, oh, no, he's supposed to be a crazy person, and he's he's telling all this. No. When Mark and I first got together, I said to him, I said, Mark, I believe you. I said, but I have to have proof that you're telling me the truth, that you are who you are. And he said, if I can give you copies of my patents, would that work? And I said, yes, Absolutely. So from the get-go, I had his patents. I knew what the man was capable of doing. He is no BS guy. This is the real deal. And so when he told me that they had given the Wuhan people a some kind of a flu shot or something, you know, I know that's true. That's why all of a sudden, and it was a test, okay? All right, they got the 5G up there. Then they give them this flu shot that's got the... Um, tungsten in it okay and then they turn up to 5g boom all these people are dropping dead some of them from because when they turned up the 5g it it caused pockets of oxygen that the body couldn't take in and they actually fell walking down the street all of a sudden collapse because they're being hit with this very bad signal but they also can't breathe um, many videos that were, you know, taken down immediately, uh, uh, but they are there. Um, so then my question was, why, why Italy? Why did Northern Italy suddenly have the same situation occurring? And I knew that 5G had been saturated pretty much in the northern part of Italy, but not the southern part of Italy. And I found out from a 
my pet supplier who gets my cat food from Italy, that they were not being affected by this and they were still under full protect, uh, full production because I was concerned about my cat food. But so the south, southern part of Italy wasn't having all this stuff happening to them. And again, I knew that there was more 5G up in, in the north, but Mark point, let me know that what happened was that they had done shots, uh, inoculations in northern Italy. They'd, oh, get your free flu, flu vaccinations. And so the stuff that's going in these um, so-called, I'm calling them inoculations, um, they're not vaccinations. Nobody, you know, well, now they've changed Webster's Dictionary uh, to say that, you know, the mRNA and the DNA uh, can be considered vaccinations. But, you know, up until last, well, about three weeks ago, no, it didn't fit the definition of vaccine. But now they've changed the definition of vaccine. It's an inoculation. Those inoculations that people are getting do have tungsten in them. And tungsten is ex exasperates the effects of 5G, is the way I would put it. Okay? So, um... We don't know the number. I see in a five G New York. New York was one of the first five G cities in this in the country. They didn't tell people about it, but actually Celia Barber lives there, and the stuff she was explaining to me, I'm going like, man, this is she is she in a five G environment? And yeah, we found out that yeah, they had a lot of five G in New York already. So. There is more to this thing than any of us can really fathom because there's so many things that seem to be going on. But now, Derek, you listened to the doctors and that video, and we were talking about certain things that you, you, you would like to discuss, or maybe not like to discuss, but we think it's important that people know it. Let me put it to you that way. <laughs> That's a better way of putting it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what we were talking about, <clears throat> I did not get to hear the whole tape that I uh, or program, but I heard enough of it to, to at least make some initial comments or whatnot. And they were talking about different different um, effects it's had on on people, individuals. I don't know how much you guys, you and Mark, maybe talked about before you got back from opening the store. Um, but did you preempt and talk about the effects the doctors were talking about yet? I should preface before we get into the discussion is that this is. Um, a round table that was mid to late last week of of like five six doctors and and like some of the top Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, Christiane Northrup, and Carrie Madej, who all know about the uh, programmable inoculation uh, operating system that's being being injected in everybody. Um, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, Derek. Oh no, no, that's great. I'm glad you you put that out. And and really, I have just initial comments on the part I heard. Um, which is where they were talking about how the, what the again, what they're calling the vaccine or the COVID shot um, have an effect on people. Um, and they're talking a lot of it about females, but even that, so I just wanted, what I was talking to Nancy about slightly, and I was kind of waiting for the show was in when I, so I do private sessions here at my office in Mystical Wars for people. So, and I'm also, there's lots of ways of describing it, but I can see the energy centers in people um, and they call us medical intuitives and things like that. So I'm only bringing that up. So what's been happening more so lately, which is kind of the connection, is I've been seeing that in 
um, individuals coming in that have gotten the um, <clears throat> the shot, we'll just say, what it's doing energetically, so from uh, Woohoo's perspective like mine, is it's actually showing slowing down the chakras. And they were talking about how energetically it's having an effect on somebody if they're just around, and I'm talking about the doctors. If an individual got the, the COVID shot um, and then others around them are being affected, well, yeah, because it's affecting their energy centers. Um, and I'd say if, for those who understand the, the chakra system or what they sometimes call the root chakra um, and refer to one down in that lower region of the human body, so just an accumulation of nerves at one of our energy centers, well, it is. It's taking off. Um, you can kind of maybe think about a chakra as oh, an antenna picking up frequencies or connecting to certain energies. And what they're doing is disrupting not just that one, but the one up around the throat, too. So in the physical world that we're all finding ourselves in most of the time, that's going to manifest with symptoms. Um, and what I've been seeing it in here, what they call endometriosis or pressure or tension down in the female regions or sometimes um, often people are having a, a neck issue right now and it's been going on for months and that's all ties into this to where right where I guess you can say your neck and your your back connect I mean of course they're one long spine but where you would maybe vaguely call that the connection there's um, often issues going on there so I'm sure Many listeners either are or know somebody that is having issues in either of those regions. Um, and then, of course, the tummy. But it is what's happening is a, an effect from the shot on our nerve nerve system, but primarily on the chakras. Like Again, there's accumulation of nerves that are our, our dials or channels on this radio, we can call a body, to connect to the metaphysical you know channels. So it's affecting us on lots of levels. It's not just a 3D thing, compromising our physical immune system it's affecting our connection to the other frequencies that we're we're taught to ignore around us and i hope that made somewhat sense but that then more symptoms what we're going to realize here in 3d again grounding issues earthing issues you're going to be holding excess energies that are going to stay in us and then the physical symptoms by holding on to those energies or thoughts and feelings well they're non-biocompatible so physical cells in your body start to shake or vibrate out of frequency let that stay there long enough, they call those things tumors. And then you know what tumors turn into. So they're really just compromising us on many levels. And that's why I keep bringing it back around to the woohoo level, you know, the energy level, um, and pointing out that we can all have an effect on ourselves. But it is doing that. So, and even, um, I'll, I have to be vague, but clients that come in here, they'll talk about, well, I have this symptom down here. Um, and again, it'll be when I perceive it. It's like a, well, let's just go full woohoo because I, I tend to do that. When I look in there and for somebody that's had the vaccine, and I'm talking root chakra, the energy center, it's actually pulling inward. So then that's pulling whatever region you're at, um, having an effect on a physical, physical levels. So that's what's going on down there and why they're doing it and how they're doing it. I don't know all of that. Um, but that is the physical and energetic manifestation of the shot is one of them on the root chakra. And that some say is your connection or tie into the etheric, lots of ways of looking at that, but it definitely is a disruption thing. Um, do you guys want me to elaborate on any of that? So when you, uh, Nancy, I'll just ask Derek a quick question. Um, what have you been advising people to do as far as nutrition wise, energy wise that have come in who got the shot and like those who are concerned about the the shedding, the transmission, as the doctors call it. 
Oh, sure. Um, what I do is the whole, uh, again, etheric armory. So just you can, anything can be fixed, anything and everything. So I don't care if you went and got three uh, COVID shots, whatever, it doesn't matter. It's affecting you. Well, then you're in charge. Know that, own that, and then start with your heart chakra and just regenerate your own energy field. And the whole armoring part that we've talked about before, imagining yourself in a one of the vehicles or containers is that buckyball or soccer ball shape of love. Um, and seeing yourself already healed and whole in there. And then just literally by having those thoughts and intentions, because that's 90% of the universe is invisible. It's thoughts, feelings, intentions. It's your imagination. Start with that. Remember, work with the 90%. They're just mucking with 10% saying, we're having an effect on everything. No, you're not. You're having an effect on a fraction of this. And by the way, we can override that effect. You just need to know it and then do it. And there's not a magic meditation people need to know. You don't have to find a quiet spot in your thoughts. Good luck on that, like I like to joke about. Not necessary. It's your intentions and feelings. So have the intent. The shot has no effect on you, and your energy centers are moving. You're grounding out. Again, imagination of feelings, and then just know it. That's the biggest hurdle for us to get over as individuals, and just to realize, well, that's just sit down, turn off the TV and all the other distraction, and just think and use your imagination and feelings. So that's what I would do. Um, and then you're an energy worker, and we all are. So starting with that, and then what that's gonna do on the 3D level here in the, the limited physical, it's gonna move those non-compatible energies for you and get it out of your system. So that's what I would do, and you can have an effect. So <clears throat> like my son, he's in the Navy. He's gonna be forced, we just found out yesterday. He Here's how they're, they're doing that in the military. So they're not saying it's forced on you, but they darn well know. You have to transfer duty stations or good luck on taking vacation. They're not allowing them to um, until they get the COVID shot or he's holding out, doesn't want to get it. Well, transfer of duty where they're transferring to California and they're going to force anybody entering this base has to have the shot. So he's finding himself in that predicament. Well, he's going to have to come back in and energetically have an effect on that to armor himself beforehand. Um, I would go as far as and I've already done it myself. To have an effect on, I'm throwing up air quotes here, the future. Decide that that shot coming at you is not going to have an effect. It is not part of you. You can even imagine it in its own little soccer ball-like container of love. <clears throat> they call it homeopathy. They call it frequency. They call it programming. Have an effect. It's liquid. It's going. It's programmable. Yeah, they program it. So what? Reprogram it. And I'm talking about the shot. So if you find yourself in that predicament needing to get it, don't start going down in the dumps and thinking, oh, no, I have to get it and blah, blah, blah. That's that negative energy they want you to produce. So they're trying to put you in the environment so that energy flows easier. The negative energy, I'm just suggesting don't. So don't go into fear and things like that. You can always have an effect even if it's before, during, or after. There is no time. I totally agree with you. And one of the things that... Um Okay, I had <clears throat> I, I was talking to one healer, and this healer is basically a healer of healers. And she was being asked by one of her clients what she thought about the um, the, back, the inoculations, because this person was seeing that her clients who had had the inoculation seemed to be having separation problems. That's the way she explained it. Um, that the that the the three D physical body was not in alignment with 
the higher bodies, the higher selves, the different layers, your mental, your, your emotional, your, you know, all those different chakras that are propelling these energy fields, but those fields were out of phase. And then I talked to another healer, and they, they are clients who had had the vaccination, inoculation. Um, they did not seem, she was not detecting that in them. And my supposition, it, to me it was like, oh good, confirmation here, is that her, her clients were highly uh, imaginative. They, they were already, you know, engaging in their inner selves. So when this thing came into their body, it was overridden by the etheric blueprint, the blueprints that make us at the 3D who we are. So when people get out there and they get in, involved with this inoculation, what they're doing, the concept is that they're going to, you can't, you can't, you can't fight something like a virus that really doesn't exist, but you can go after symptoms. So they have a crapola that they're putting in your arm that supposedly is designed to change your DNA so that you won't be so susceptible or you won't, let's say, uh, exhibit symptoms um, that would be, you know, the COVID thing. Uh, so when they're doing this, they're actually doing changes at the DNA level, trying to. And if you've got DNA changes, then yes, your 3D body goes out of phase. But if you realize this, the 3D body is a reflection of your etheric body. So, you know, it's, it's, it's really simple science. So you say to the etheric, uh, could you reprogram that stuff? Something's happened with the 3D. Just repo reboot, update, get this thing fixed. Because the 3D is an energy body. And the blueprint for it is the etheric. And nothing I have seen says that they can get to the etheric. All they can do is disrupt the physical field and then be out of phase. Now all sorts of things can happen to you, but etheric. So uh, Derek just said, you know, go to the future and see that it doesn't work. Well, I've said to people, you know, you get the, you get the shot. All of a sudden you're hearing the conversation we're having. Well, your etheric blueprint is still perfect. Go back to the past. Say, I want my etheric blueprint just as it was to re-engage my 3D as it was before I got that shot. So either way, it's your imagination, but the imagination is thought, and thought predicates everything that happens. Reality is what you think it is. You have to be able to imagine that none of this stuff is going to hurt you, and you'll be fine. You will be fine. Now, the question of how you can affect other people. What do you tell your clients when you see this, Derek? Uh, um, exactly. See exactly what I want to make sure I understand. When you it's see part... when you see that they're out of alignment, that their chakras are slowing down, that there's their wackola, that something is happening. You okay. see, see, I'm thinking. My feeling is, is that when you're talking chakras, you're talking more of the 3D chakras. I mean, they're all connected, but I would think that to be a healer, you would have to be in touch with those. 
And so those are out of whack. But the etheric and the higher level of, of our energy fields, they should be okay. Is that true? Yeah, that's a good way of looking at it. So when you ask what I do, is I'll, I'll give them a, a boost and, and I'll pre preface it with, with what's in alignment with that individual. So it's not the same. It differs for each person as everything should because we're all unique. So I get involved with what I just generally call, you know, their guides and many others do too. Um, so just their spirit guides. And then we all have a chit chat. And then, yes, I'll give a boost. But I, I insist on, in, the, in this odd analogy, teaching you to fish, not just giving you a fish in my office. So I'll insist on taking half the time of what we'll call sessions um, and making sure you understand how to do it yourself as well. And then, and that's not lost on me. Well, that doubles the benefit in here that they're going to have just by myself and their guides doing it. But it is a 3D thing. They're slowing down the chakras. So in the the act of teaching or showing them, again, as I'm terming it, how to fish, they're using their their getting their imagination. They're getting their feelings involved. They're working in that 90% we keep talking about on the other layers and going, oh, well, then if he can do that, I can do that and things like this. So that's how you really start boosting and have an effect on yourself. So when you ask what I do with um, – you know, people come in here is I, um, I give them and I help them have an understanding. And with that understanding of a larger reality, you can do more. So it's like showing them a, a pantry in the kitchen. Well, there's a bunch of spices up there. I don't know what they're for. Well, give them an explanation, show them how to use it. Now they can integrate that as they see fit. So I help to, as I like to term it, expand their understanding. And then with that, what people call abilities turn on. So I know this, this kind of ties in, but when they ask me, well, were you born with these abilities, this, that, and the other? I'm like, I don't have any abilities. I have understandings of our multiple realities and how they interact with each other. And then having that, you're able to do more. It's kind of like a, a chef knowing the difference between different salts and sugars. They're not all the same. Imagine, and I don't know what I'm talking about, but imagine if you made sugar cookies with uh, powdered sugar instead of granulated sugar. And I'm assuming there's a difference there. Um, well, it probably wouldn't come out the same sort of deal. So it's just, again, having that larger understanding of, of the, the pieces. And you don't have to have understand everything. It can be bite-sized pieces. But knowing that and expanding that, you'll have abilities, meaning have a larger effect on yourself. Um, so that's that's kind of what I do. Okay, this might tie in now with what Mark has with uh, Cliff High and his discussion of the C60. Can you pull that up, Mark? Yeah, so this was the BitChute uh, Cliff High official um, page. It's the April 24th, and at around 30 minutes, 31 minutes, he was giving some of the more 3D approaches and how to counteract what he called, um, what was it, contagious vaccinosis of the shedding, the tr what the doctors call, the roundtable of doctors called transmission and just to go back to that video of the doctors okay okay base... hold, hold, hold on one second because i don't think we've made it clear what we're talking about and you you were listening to the doctors too so you might know uh derek you know something more but essentially what they're seeing and what they're they, what they don't really understand but what they're seeing is that people who have been around people that have been vaccinated are picking up with the the vaccination thing. Uh, they're calling it shedding, but they, then they decided that shedding is a specific thing that people can go through. But this didn't seem to be that. It was more like you say, 
transition transmission um i'm totally baffled by what the hell they're talking about to be honest with you but i wanted to make that that point that that's what we're talking about is somehow even though you didn't get the vaccination being around people and it doesn't have to be you're having sex with them or anything they don't know how it's spreading but they're seeing it and i'm not sure if any of this is true but derek you might have something to say about that yeah, I forgot we kind of skirted over that, or I did quickly when we were talking about symptoms and 3D manifestations of that. But yeah, the the internal portions. Um, like I was saying, the as I perceive it, the root chakra is kind of I'd almost have to say it's like collapsing in on itself, and the other energies in that environment. So in the female regions, yeah, it's pulling things off towards it energetically, and that's going to manifest 3D. So you can have 3D symptoms um, that the doctors were talking about in that case. It's just a, a tightening of energies, um, and all energies, just like your thoughts and feelings, have an effect on you physically. You can give yourself a stomachache. You can cure a stomachache with nothing physical, just your thoughts and feelings. Same thing down there. What they're doing is, uh, I don't know, I guess it'd be weakening part of the, your etheric structure down there that holds your chakra so they actually spin in a toroidal shape. They're disrupting that so it's not an even donut or torus shape any longer. So, again, from my perspective, it's kind of collapsing in and pulling stuff towards it. So that would be, a, a again, a pulling of the inside regions of the body as well, which sounds like it would account for what they're they're saying they're observing. And then everything's energy, frequency. So if you're near somebody that has a, a region of energy around um, their waist, so I'm talking about, the again, the root chakra area, and there's other chakras than the seven they, they commonly talk about. There's a lot more. But let's go off those because they're physical tie-ins as well, meaning there's a physical version, accumulation of nerves. Yes, that has an effect on the person standing next to you um, as well. So I could definitely see how that would affect others to different degrees, um, depending on how strength or how centered or grounded we can call it that person is so if they get near somebody that was compromised already well they may not have such a big effect around their root chakra where if somebody else has been hanging on to excess energy stresses anxieties tensions things like that well you're already in a compromised state so that energy is going to then give a little bit more so that's just a little more insight into it from my perspective Okay, I bro- I interrupted you, Mark. We're going to discuss the uh, C60 and, Mar- and uh, Cliff. Right, so um, this is from his um, April 24th um, video on, on BitChute. At around 30, 31 minutes, he gets into the the shedding transmission thing. And so he, he, he recommended 3D solutions uh, like red light therapy, chaga mushroom tea, and one of the things that really stood out and that he emphasized was um, uh, buying and, and, and drinking C60, applying it. And he was saying that, oh, you have to get the really expensive stuff and that it causes apoptosis, which is cell death. So um, all cells that, that the mRNA has affected will die rapidly. So it won't spread and make the spike pro- proteins that are uh, supposedly being spread. And uh, C60 speeds that process of removing the garbage. Um, and he was recommending like to get the ones in the MCT um, and or the avocado oil because um, was it all cells anyway? Uh, just reading my notes here. But I, I was going back to what um, Nancy and Derek were talking about before the show was that um, 
you don't need to get the expensive C60 because, I mean, Shanghai's easily obtainable. Even the, the frequency version of it, Wald is giving for free on the Cosmic Reality site under Healing Tones. So in terms of maybe the C60 perspective in Shanghai, how can people... Um, you know, apply it as a kind of armor or shield against the this this uh, transmission shedding or even the shot itself. Yeah, that's interesting. I can drop in on that a little bit. What I would do is start in reverse. Um, so, because uh, you were talking cellular level, so of course you want to be built of the right stuff. So start right now, um, and I do it as well, from drinking that structured, living, shungite, energized water, call it whatever you want. They call it M-state water, um, but, of course, it's programmable. We all know that. All crystalline forms are. So drink living water, and I would go as far as to, again, use the 90%. Don't just drink that that molecular structure we call water here, but take the time because it's a programmable thing. It's like getting a floppy, or floppy disk, USB drive, whatever, depending on how old you are. Um, taking that, and saying, I have a, a USB drive. Well, what good is that? You might want to program it or put something on there um, because it is a programmable or, or – or a tool to put something on. So take time, deprogram. So let's say you found that that thumb drive out in the, the driveway. Well, I wouldn't pick that thing up and stick it right in your computer because we all know about viruses and malware. Same thing, clear it. It's an energy device or holds information, just like water. So anytime you drink water, it comes out of the tap or a bottle you went and bought, reset it, align it with you. And that's just that love, gratitude, compassion, those thoughts, feelings, words, saying them in your head is all you technically have to do while holding that that liquid and it will program. So then you're starting with the good stuff and rebuilding without um, compromise, say gas in the, in the motor sort of thing. Um, and then you're energetically, that's going to get in your organs and over time it's all going to rebuild, which is why I think it was Nancy was talking earlier about uh, your physical body, how it resets compared to your aura and knowing that you're an energy being. So you're your a, a more accurate aspect of yourself is your aura. That's not all of you, but that's a more accurate aspect of yourself than your physical body. But we're taught, no, you're physical, and then it goes in and out and up the backwards. We're kind of going at it in reverse. So you're an energy being first. So all the energy that enters you, make sure it's compatible. So line it up with your thoughts and feelings like we've been talking about. Um, so when you, if again, if you're in that environment where you have to get the, the COVID shot, um, things like that, it won't have an effect on you. Just hit it from all angles. I'm not sure if I answered the specific question, if you could bring me back around, Mark, if in case I didn't get to it. Um, I guess what I was maybe in a roundabout way was also asking in a broad sense where, um, because there's so much, um, you know, attack from the physical and the 3D, like what are some actual 3D uh, things we can do uh, that you recommend, um, you know, like 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 uh, DMSO was one suggestion or MMS, but like like phys actual physical things to counteract the shedding and or the shots because people are kind of three D for, oh, yeah. for people who are three D minded, you know. Okay, no, 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 I got you. Yeah, but oh, even in the three D as we as we're calling it here on this level of reality, um, it's still energy because energy is on the three D. So yes, we're talking physical. So again, back to the zero like clays that we already talked about. Um, we can move past that quickly, but that's one of them. Salt baths that we've all heard about and talked about before, of course, Dead Sea Salt, Epsom Salt, Pink Himalayan Salt, those ones. It's all about an electron exchange, moving the body's energy, the aura, chi, prana. So not just like I, I joke about, it's not 
about just taking that salt bath and deciding your skin feels better and checking it off your etheric woohoo list. It's about doing it in the right order. So meaning if you can get in that salt bath, that high electron environment, or go jump in the ocean, that works well too. But then do your etheric work at that moment while the electrons are actively moving on this level. So you'll connect more to the other levels. So imagine yourself in that soccer ball of love, already healed, healthy, all your organs moving. And if some doctor tells you, well, you, for whatever reason, have a, let's say, hardened liver, and you're stuck with that forever. Well, no, you're not. That's, if he tells that, he's pre-programming you anyway. In these high salt environments that I'm talking about, imagine the liver already moving because you're an energy being. And then over time, because each organ regenerates at a different level, of course, here on the 3D. So over the time span that that organ's regenerating, it's regenerating at a moving, active, etheric, healthy liver. Well, that's what it's going to be. And that's how you can get rid of scars, too. Every seven years, your skin regenerates well. Start imagining no scar or no blemish or whatever you're, you're worried about. Um, but on those levels, that's where the salt baths can be a real benefit. And then other things, because we are um, not... We're sponges as a, as a physical being, our body. So, and we again talked about this in 26 seconds, any chemical you put on your body or anything you touch can be identified in your bloodstream. I'm talking lotions, deodorants, the detergents you wash your clothes with, touching the doorknob, um, anything like that. So just be aware of your environment and what you're doing um, and just take steps to minimize the harmful effects and, and what we're talking now would be the chemicals or toxins in your your deodorants or um, things like that so those are 3d things you can do and then also and good luck on this but try and go as organic and non-gmo as you can on your food and beverages and i know it's difficult and expensive at times it's a percentage thing so just try overall to get more of the good stuff tied in with the good feelings and then you're going to start manifesting a better you or a, um, a more accessible you, we'll say. Because then the chakras turn on. Then you can access them. Then you start perceiving other layers of reality that people call um, you know, subtle energies or, or thought forms and things like that. Then it really gets exciting. Our vehicles are that we're perceiving this reality through are being mucked with. So it's us, up for us as individuals to realize that and then take whatever steps necessary to you know, empower ourselves. Yeah, that was a pretty revealing thing you <clears throat> also shared with us of um, your son that's going to get this shot and, and like what he needs to do. Um, I don't know, when, when it happens or afterwards, maybe you could keep us updated uh, how that goes because, um, I mean, that's a big thing, obviously, in the military and everywhere else of, of the, the mandatory, uh, you know, the, 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 making sure people get these shots. Um, and then Sam was asking in the chat room uh, – I wonder if the synthetic C60 will end up causing the same problem monatomic gold did with the Anunnaki. I'm I'm not a fan of any artificial C60 on any level. I don't regardless of the oil, they can say avocado or olive oil or whatever. Um, and for lots of reasons for that too, because the oil's programmable too. So I don't I don't consume oils. So I would use <clears throat> excuse me. Um, well, I would use C60, you know, and I use, the, of course, the cosmic shungite and, and think of that. But even if you don't have any, tie in etherically with your imagination and feelings, just like Nancy and I think Mark and both talked about times before. You can do it via quantum entanglement and just, you know, on the energy layer. But I'm, I'm just personally, so I'm not dissing anybody's products, but I'm not a fan of 
of any of the art. And I've talked to the, many of the scientists that have actually made these things. And I'll, I'll keep their particular product brand off the air. But they have used shungite, and they use shungite honey. They fed it to their dogs, these same scientists. Um, and they've told me how they actually generate and capture the C60 molecules. It's a whole shooting things with a laser and catching the, um, well, it's called, we would call it soot. If you, if you do something in a campfire and that, that black carbon that comes up, well, that has a percentage of C60 molecules in it, but C60 molecule, the container. Just, just, just a, uh, C, okay. When they're making the C60, they're taking carbon and they're superheating it quickly and it goes into like a plasma flash. And at that moment, that's when they harvest the C60. It, that's my understanding. Is that what, you, what you're saying? Yeah. I was just being vague because I wasn't getting into that whole process. But yes, so the bigger picture here would be they're making a container, right? So now let's zoom out. Well, it matters where and how that container was made and in what environment. So let's not just stop it. Oh, C60 molecule, good or bad? Oh, heck no. Because that's like saying, oh, there's a, a vegan sandwich. Is that good or bad? Well, it depends. What, what environment was that sandwich made in or container? And I know that doesn't quite correlate. Well, I don't have an analogy for that one. Um, but let's think about the C60 molecule. So I wouldn't use a container that was made in a, from my opinion, a non-loving, compatible lab environment with individuals that aren't aware. And that can be any scientist. So I'm not going to dime some person out here. Any person that doesn't have the awareness that that matters. And it does matter. Every level of everything matters. Your sugar in your cake, you don't want just <clears throat> a certain type of sugar, granulated sugar. No, you want organic, non, you know, you don't want metal in there, aluminum, which is often found in sugars. So again, we can't just stop talking about sugar or the C60 molecule at that layer. It came from somewhere. It was in a frequency environment. So it already has a frequency from, in some of these cases, NASA. It depends who's making it. Um, so... I just kind of, kind of want to put that out there as well. So that matters too. Well, even the carbon, you know, even the carbon that's being used, the emotions of the people that are putting together, the emotions of the people that are handling it in the sales thing, all, all the way down the line. Now, why would you spend a lot of money to get something like that when you can go and spend very little money and get shungite that has C60 at the quantum level in the quantum entanglement whether or not you've got 200 or one or none c60s in your pendant it doesn't matter there's a quantum entanglement at the place where something that was created in the cosmos fell from the sky and had in it c60 that were cosmically created how pure how pristine can you get there and on top of that, that same mother load of energy that we were given billions of years ago got smacked in February with a blue plasma ball of energy that put Shungite into a level that no man can make. So, you know, your decision, but do your research and don't be fooled. We're coming to the end of the show already mark do you have anything else that you wanted to quickly ask? yeah maybe a quick quote so carrie cassidy on her project camelot um 
Telegram also echoed what you guys were saying because she was going off on uh, 107 and we was talking about the transhuman agenda and the shots and the nano in it. So I'll read real quick. When people realize this is happening, they can master their own bodies through meditation using the Oregon Kundalini energy to shut down any tech installed. We generate scalar waves. I talk about this related to the Vril and Duncan Ophinian and the children killing a village of soldiers by link- in Vietnam by linking hands. Of course, many of us have known this for centuries, those who activate their kundalini like yogas, witches and morlocks, magicians of the dark and the light. We're all magicians, creators, and our powers only have only begun to be tapped. And that's it. Yes, and, and I, I wanted to make one statement here. Derek, I think that you were born with the talents to do everything that you do. I think everybody is born with the talents, but you've gone through the process of developing skill. You've taken those those energies that you were given and you have been able to work with them until you could manifest them into the 3D. Would that be correct? Oh, yeah, absolutely. We can all do these things. Again, that's why I like to term it as understandings, not abilities, so that we all know we can all be empowered. It's just you know, build the puzzle, you know, it's going to be different for each of us of our reality. And then, um, certain, again, understandings, abilities will sink and, and you'll be able to do more. Yeah. We can all walk. Let's just say that. And then, you know, maybe try and jog. Don't, I would suggest not trying to sprint, um, but jog first, you know, keep stretching your etheric muscles. No, we can all do these things. Well, we're at the end of the show. So you want to say goodbye? Yeah, thank you, everybody, and especially a big thank you to Mark. Fantastic questions and bringing it all around and keeping the show succinct as always. So I appreciate everybody. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Nancy, for all the details and stories, and and thank you, Derek, again, for all the uh, priceless wisdom. And we appreciate our audience more than they would understand. Be safe, everybody. Cosmic Reality Chronicles coming up. You have been listening to the Shungite Radio Show, produced by Cosmic Reality Radio. Thank you for being here. Be safe.